Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative, uh, creative curious. I'm your host, Antoine Cobb Jr., and I'm very pleased to have Luisano Monterey. Welcome to Exploring Podcast. So today we're going to talk about Van Gogh's so-called most ugliest painting. Um, the case study is, describe his own painting, The Night Cafe, Van Gogh said... The picture, one of the ugliest I have done. I have tried to express the terrible passions of humanity by means of red and green. The room is blood red and dark yellow with a green billiard table. In the middle, there are four citrons. Yellow yellow lamps with a glow of orange and green. Everywhere, there is a class of contrast and of the most disparate resin greens. Because Van Gogh himself insisted that the picture is ugly, must we agree with him? Because he asserted that it is one of the ugliest I have done, must we regard it as less valuable than his other most beautiful pictures? Or if, as he stated, he was trying to express the power of darkness, does it ugly? Does, does his ugliness make this painting a better one? So, um, now, Luciana, what do you think about the situation of Van Gogh's uh, in his painting. So I think we should start with a little biography of Van Gogh to really understand who he was. So mm-hmm. Vincent Van Gogh was born on March 30th, 1853, and he was born in the Netherlands in Sudjurt. And he was raised by a really religious family, and his family was really into art. Since the beginning, he had two uncles who were also art dealers, Cornelius and Vincent. Um, He also worked at the same art gallery that they worked in. And also Van Gogh's younger brother, Theo, he spent his adult life working as an art dealer. And he had a tremendous, tremendous influence on Vincent's later career. Um, so he really grew a passion for art when he was working at the art gallery. And yeah, so his artistic journey took a turn when he moved to Belgium. There he was exposed to Impressionism and Japanese prints. And in 1886, he joined his brother in Paris, where he interacted with artists like Gauguin and developed a more vivid, expressive style, which is evident in his works like The Story Night. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, Van Gogh's art often reflected his emotional struggles. The famous incident of him cutting off his ear in 1888 and subsequent time in an asylum highlighted his mental health challenges. Despite this, he had later works like Sunflowers and The Bedroom, and it showed his unique use of color and thick brush strokes. Tragically, Van Gogh's life ended in 1890. He committed suicide, and his art gained immense recognition, and it influenced future movements like Expressionism and laying the groundwork for modern art. So then a little more about Van Gogh's artistic journey. So it can be traced through several distinct periods. Early on, he was influenced by Dutch masters, 
and his work, like the potato eaters, depicted rural life with a dark, somber palette. And during his time in Paris, which was 1886 to 1888, exposures to Impressionism and post Impressionism led to a shift in his style. The, the sunflowers and the starry night exemplify this period, which is characterized by bold colors, swirling, and expressive brush strokes. So then, later on, Vincent van Gogh moved to Arles in 1888, which marked a significant phase, which was influenced by provincial landscapes, and here he created his iconic piece, um, Bedroom in Arles, and Cafe Terrace at Night, which showcased his distinctive use of color and emotional intensity. The artist's mental health struggles became pronounced during the artist period, um, which also took part his infamous ear incident. Um, and his paintings from the time, such as self-portrait with bandaged ear, reflect the turbulence in his personal life. He went through a lot of internal struggles and mental health problems. In the final months of his life, while in Saint-Rémy-de-Provence, Van Gogh continued to produce remarkable pieces like The Starry Night and Irises, Irises? And despite going ongoing emotional challenges, his work remained vibrant and expressive. Ultimately, Van Gogh's artistic evolution closely paralleled his emotional and psychological struggles, which he went through a lot. Um, and each period reflects a unique interplay of influences, both artistic and personal, contributing to the rich tapestry of his art. So to talk a little more about our case study, the Knight's Cafe creation. Um, so Vincent van Gogh painted the Knight's Cafe in September 1888 while residing in Arles, France. The painting is an intense depiction of a cafe interior with vivid colors and distorted perceptions, perspectives, I'm sorry. And during this time, Van Gogh was deeply influenced by the vibrant atmosphere of Arles and the local nightlife. And his motivation for painting this was to capture the emotional intensity and energy of the place. So he used bold colors, particularly the contrasting red and green, which conveys the energy of the place and a sense of uneasiness and intensity which reflects how he was feeling emotionally um also his choice of subject in the night's cafe can also be linked to his interest in depicting the human experience so the cafe with its distorted furniture and unsettling color palette serves as a serves as a metaphor for the complexity and challenges of life and notably, Van Gogh's friendship and artistic collaboration with Paul Gauguin during this time likely influenced his approach to the color and form. The tension in this painting 
is also reflective of Van Gogh's internal struggles as he faced increasing mental health challenges during his stay here in Paros. So a little analysis could be that the Nice Cafe is a masterful example of Van Gogh's use of color, composition, symbolism that conveys intense emotions. The dominant red and green hues in the painting are crucial and are the main part of its visual impact and emotional resonance. The bold use of red creates a sense of vibrancy and immediacy in the composition. It dominates the floors, walls, and even the furniture, which causes a feeling of warmth, but also unease. And this choice contributes to the overall intensity of the scene, suggesting a heightened emotional state. In contrast, the prominent green, particularly in the pool table and the ceiling, acts as a counterpoint. Green often symbolizes nature and life, but here its discordant and intense presence adds to this fleeting atmosphere. And the clash between the reds and the greens create a visual tension, mirroring the emotional turbulences that Van Gogh may have been experiencing during this period. The distorted and skewed perspective of the room adds to a sense of instability, which emphasizes a psychological turmoil inherent in Van Gogh's work. The swirling patterns and exaggerated angles, inten angles intensify the emotional impact, inviting the viewer into the artist's subjective experience. And symbolically, the cafe itself becomes a microcosm of life's complexities. The disarrayed furniture and the juxtaposition of vivid colors suggest a space where the human experience is fraught with intensity and contradiction. Van Gogh's intentional use of these colors and comp compositional elements in the night's cafe provide insight into his emotional state and his desire to convey the depth of human experience. The painting serves as an expression of the artist's inner struggles, inviting viewers to engage with the complexity of his emotions and the broader human condition. So for the Van Gogh self-assessment, um, I think he was battling with some emotional turmoil and mental health issues, like you said earlier with the air issue and the... Uh all the other hospital stuff. And and I think this significantly influences artistic perception. Um, the use of his bold colors and distorted perspective in the painting reflected his inner turmoil as he sought to convey the emotional intensity he experienced. So all the experiences he had before writing the picture, I think he put all that into this picture, and which is why I think he, he wrote that it's one of the ugliest because he had ugly experiences before this. So that's why he wrote that like that and painted it like this. Um, for subjectively in the art evaluation, uh, I believe the value of any artwork is subjective and influenced by the combination of the, car of the artist's intention, the viewer interpretation, and critical reception. So us, the viewers, the artists, and critics all around the world, all of this uh, ties into what people think about art and which if art is ugly, beautiful, et cetera, et cetera, all that is up to us and really just everybody around the artists at the moment. So I believe that 
whenever he said that this is one of his ugliest works, I believe that he cannot say it like that because it's not really it, it's up to him, but it's not really up to him at the same time because us the viewers really depict if if uh if a piece of art is really ugly or not. So the contrasting perspectives about this is that um yes of course there's plenty of different um viewpoints regarding the aesthetic merit of the painting of course and uh there's both arguments in favor of its value and arguments that are against its value. So one of the arguments that is in favor of its value is that the expressive atmosphere of the painting is unique and dynamic where it feel like the painting is drawing us the viewers into the scene and emphasizing the psychological impact of the setting and this that plays big time into this painting because i feel like us the viewers as it says draws us into draws us into the scene of the of the painting it really gives us like a, a depth explanation about how he really felt and how he really seen the world around him whenever he was writing the painting. Not writing painting, I'm sorry. Uh, however, there's another argument whether it's against its value, and it states that there that states that the distorted realism might point to the distorted perspective and the unconventional presentation of space of uh, detracting from the realistic portrayal of the scene. So basically, that is saying like. I'm saying basically that we're like the perspective of how he painted the painting. Uh, it it distracts us from the realistic portrayal of the scene, like how the realism and all that plays into the the way he uh, painted the picture. Uh, it says, consider the relationship between the artist's intentions and the artist's response to a work of art. So I believe that Van Gogh's experimental and unconventional works indeed hold a unique place in his own um, in his own way, significantly contributing to our understanding of his artistic journey. So we were talking about before how he cut off his ear and he was going through mental health issues and all this stuff, and that is what really drove him in his artistic journey about writing, about um, painting this picture. And a lot of different stuff that helps us now, the viewers, really go into depth and all the information about Van Gogh and how, like, the struggles he went through to to paint these pictures. Um, these pieces often created during periods of emotional intensity and personal struggle showcases evolving style and innovative approach to art, as I was just talking about before. Artist's intent versus the audience response. So an artist's stated goal, like Van Gogh's desire to express the power of darkness, provides insight into their intent. However, the audience response can vary based on individual perspectives, experiences, and emotions. While Van Gogh's goal may guide interpretation, viewers may still bring personal experience influenced by their own context, potentially leading to a diverse response to the night's cafe. 
So as the prompt, the case study said, um, Van Gogh said that that was one of his ugliest paintings, but many art critics could have a completely different opinion and think that it could be one of Van Gogh's greatest pieces. Uh, the revelation of ugliness. So it says, reflect on the notion of ugliness in art and whether it can be deliberate artistic choice. Are there historical or contemporary arts that challenge conventional no notions of beauty and in doing so provoke thought and emotion of viewers? So I believe, yes, both historical and contemporary artworks exist that challenge conventional notions of beauty, um, aiming to provoke thought and elicit emotional responses from viewers. Um, there are plenty of examples like this. The Fountain, like the Fountain by Marcel Duchamp, um, My Bed by Tracy Emin. Both of these pieces uh, illustrate how certain artworks challenge established ideas of beauty, encouraging viewers to engage with the art on a deeper intellectual and emotional level. So for the artistic evol evol evolution, analyze whether the Night Cafe fits into a broader pattern of artistic development for Vincent Van Gogh, does his emotional experience experimental or unconventional works hold a unique place in his ovary, contributing to our understanding to his artistic journey. So I'm going to try to piggyback off like what you said earlier about his bibliography and stuff. Um, so Van Gogh was also like a, uh, Van Gogh was a Dutch post Spanish painter who was among the most famous and influential figures in the history of Western art. In just over a decade, he created 2,100 artworks, including around 860 oil paintings, most of them in the last two years of his life. Van Gogh's experimental and unconventional works indeed hold a unique place in his ovary, significantly contributing to our understanding of his artistic journey. These pieces often created during periods of emotional intensity and personal struggle, uh, showcase his evolving style and innovative approach to art. So that's the end of our show today. I want to thank you for joining us so much today, Louisiana, and I really appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon, and remember to stay curious.